you are listening to The Current Daily, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Friday, June 19th, and we've arrived at the end of another week. Most importantly, however, June 19th marks the holiday of Juneteenth, and this year, in these last few weeks, I find it keenly important to mark the occasion. Besides the fact that there is a growing movement to make Juneteenth an official national holiday, an effort I fully endorse, it also seems prudent that our Land of the Free nationally recognize this holiday dedicated to the freedom from bondage and slavery. I will note here that this section is all me, so if I get anything incorrect, it is not the fault of Mark Herzberger or anyone on the communications team, so I will keep it simple. It might be tough to imagine, but it took about two and a half years after the formal Emancipation Proclamation for the far remote Texas Territory to actually formally decree and enforce that proclamation. Dated on the late date of June 19th, 1865, one handwritten document signed by Major F.W. Emery on behalf of Union Major General Gordon Granger said, The people of Texas are informed that, in accordance with a proclamation from the Executive of the United States, all slaves are free. This involves an absolute equality of personal rights and rights of property between former masters and slaves, and the connection heretofore existing between them becomes that between employer and hired labor. Finally, I will also mark the occasion with a quote from the great Ralph Ellison. After his remarkable novel, The Invisible Man, came out in 1952, people waited with bated breath for his second novel. And that next novel, partly because of its epic and meditative scale, and also largely due to a fire that wiped out his home and over 300 pages of the manuscript in 1967, that book didn't get published until 1999, five years after Ellison's death. The book was called Juneteenth, and here is a quote that I choose to read from it. Do you still call it Juneteenth, Reverend Hickman? Is it still celebrated? Hickman looked at him with widened eyes, leaning forward as he grasped the arms of the chair. Do we still? Why, I should say we do. You don't think that because you left both, Bliss, because we haven't forgot what it means, even if sometimes folks try to make us believe it never happened, or that it was a mistake that it ever did. I'll draw your attention to our podcasts from Wednesday and Thursday. On Wednesday, of course, Mitzi Martinez joined us to discuss the committee she's forming to revamp our departmental recognition programs. Today is the deadline to express your interest, so let Mitzi know. And yesterday we heard from Dan Suki with the backstory on rapidly transitioning to remote instruction for spring quarter. And on that note, wouldn't you know it, but the Union Tribune has published a series of commentaries that recap the situation here at UC San Diego. Chancellor Kosla himself penned an op-ed highlighting the many rapid shifts enacted, such as Virtual Triton Day, the Virtual Student Union, and the playground, a virtual version of fun recreational activities. He acknowledges that there's room for growth and continued innovation. 
He wrote, Going forward, I believe that combining the physical experience of the past and the virtual experience of today will be a boon for students, faculty, and staff in the long run. In defining the future of higher education, we are exploring a student experience with in-person strategies supported by and amplified through technology. In the interest of equal time, Professors Wendy Matsumura and Andreas Araiza and recent grad Akshatia Silas chimed in with a commentary titled, Normalizing Hybrid Learning at UCSD Will Worsen Social and Racial Inequities. Finally, Ross M. Starr, a professor emeritus of economics and research, contributed his commentary called, In Uncertain Times, UCSD Student Success Stories Affirm the Value of Higher Education. All three commentaries are on the UT website, so maybe check them out this weekend and draw your own conclusion. And speaking of the weekend, some key dates are on the horizon. Tomorrow, June 20th, is the first day of summer. Summer solstice, as it's known. You may think that June 21st is always the first day of summer, but that's not always the case, especially with such a quirky calendar that us Earthlings have adopted. The solstice is technically when the sun reaches its highest point in the sky, and that can happen any time between June 20th and June 22nd. Tomorrow, that moment happens at precisely 2.44 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. The reason the solstice is the longest day of the year is because the North Pole is at its maximum tilt toward the sun, and yes, folks, the Earth is round and slightly off-kilter on its axis. Take that, conspiracy theorists. And, of course, Sunday is Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all you fathers out there. Amazingly, Father's Day didn't become an official nationwide holiday until 1972, but the holiday industrial complex is certainly glad it's on the books. Economists estimate that Americans spend more than a billion dollars each year on Father's Day gifts. Stereotypes would dictate that that is a lot of ties. To close out on today's pod, I offer you another quote. And you'll forgive me if it's just a tad self-serving. It comes from the author, John Updike. You know how it is with fathers. You never escape the idea that maybe after all, they're right. I sure hope you're enjoying this podcast. Remember to let your fellow IT services staff members know that this podcast exists. Get everyone to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can get your podcasts. This podcast is a collaborative effort, and we want to hear from you. If you have any ideas for podcasts or topics, send them to me at its-podcast at ucsd.edu. That's it for today. Keep an ear out for the next episode of The Current Daily.